Hello, and welcome to the Him and Her podcast, the way we see it. In this show, we discuss real estate and entrepreneurial hacks. We will have lighter conversations based on trending topics about dating and relationships, and also we will be discussing unpopular opinions. You don't want to miss this. Welcome again to another episode of the Him and Her podcast with your lovely host, myself, Victoria B. Ayo, and Vincent Essien. How's everybody doing in this troubling time? Come through with all that bass. Like. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> listen, you gotta stay with your chest sometimes, you know. I was like, what's going on? Hey, <laughs> okay. that's uh that's my uh twelve midnight radio DJ voice. Mm, exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But um, so Vincent and I, you know, like today's episode will be a little bit different um, than our previous episodes because today we just thought to just hop on here and just have a conversation, be silly, make you laugh, give you updates about what's going on with the coronavirus and just talk about and just have a discussion. We will still have our other two segments in which we talk about the unpopular opinions and um in kind of like a fun relation relationship segment but yeah so that's today's episode so let's get started yeah um and again like you said just continue from a bit more lighthearted. um as our first section is usually revolves around business, business and yeah. making you some money um coins especially right now as the uh economy is doing whatever it's doing because of rona um and there is a stimulus package that's said to be released. Um, one thing that I've done definitely in this time period is to invest in stocks or mutual funds. Um, so obviously, like we said in previous episodes, there are different ways that you can essentially generate some passive income. Um, you can be a in real estate and be a renter, either a residential or commercial. You could have a side gig that could be more freelance and that could be your other thing um but you can also invest in like your 401k portfolio but along with that you can be in investments and so um i thought in this time where a lot of those big tech companies were give not your stocks were devalued because of the panic um it was definitely a good time to invest um like prime example for me um during that time i bought some boeing stock at like i want to say a hundred dollars or so um, and right now they are almost at two hundred dollars. So that is just a month. Now that is not that can be for any stock at this point, but definitely to empower you to find some companies that you believe in. And like the key to, to stocks is not to just follow the herd and say, oh, this person's doing this, this person's doing this. It's to invest in industries that you believe in. Um, for me, I'm an avid traveler, so anything that travels, I know the impact of the travel industry. So I want to invest in that. Um, I'm an avid gamer, so e-games and, and e-sports, that's also something I'm looking into. Um, and also cannabis, because tobacco's dead. Um, but yeah, so but anything you're doing, and this just goes for anything in life, like if you want to do real estate as well, make sure that you're doing something that you're comfortable in, be it short-term rentals or long-term you know, rentals. Um, same thing goes for stocks, but definitely this is the time if you ever wanted to get any of these companies at a discount price this would be the time to do it that's pretty good that's great advice right there yeah so i mean that's that's just how i said and and you can play you know one of two ways um like half of the stocks that i bought um i bought them as short sales just to get them while they were really low wait for the company to rebound quick sell it make some quick money um so essentially that's what could have been done say if you if someone had bought boeing at, at the very very lowest point of 90 dollars versus right now where it's at i think almost 200 last time i checked so boom you bought that quick sell that's 110 dollars right there wait, or 90 dollars previously yeah so i mean wow. prior to the coronavirus pandemic panic that went into and people were buying toilet paper like nothing else it was you know trending now obviously there were some buybacks that were going on into that but they were trading at like 330 dollars or so ensue travel industry collapsing that stock at its lowest bottom was i think at 90 dollars and that was like last week by the way so 
um last week or maybe the week before i want to say maybe the 18th or something like that but if you had bought it at that point now with the stimulus package a lot of people are feeling that it's going to be a rebound i don't think so but again it's personal opinion i think there's still going to be another downturn but say you did it for a short sell and you cover it at 90 and now it's at 180 to 200 it may even i think it may go as high as 220 today and you sold it You've essentially made yourself like $140 there to put into a different company that could be more stable like Microsoft or something like that. But it just depends on how you want to play it. Or you can play the long game of, okay, well, if this stock is was trending at 300 you know, a few months ago, let me get as much shares as I can right now. And no matter what happens, no matter how high it goes, no matter how low it goes, I'm still going to hold on to it because the economy is going to recover or should recover within, you know, 18 or 24 months. Um, and you're playing that long game to essentially get the dividends. Now, with the stimulus package, some dividends may be cut. Um, we just have to roll that ball. But if you're playing that really long game, then that doesn't matter because the dividends will come back into play. And then you're good. And then eventually you're getting your dividends. And maybe say 30 years down the road, you, know, you keep buying into that company that you're invested in and you trust and you sell those stocks. And then boom, there you go. Quick money. Um, so it depends on what, what game you want to play. Um, so you can go short, you can go long, or if you're new into stocks, you could essentially, um, just put your money in a mutual fund and let them, um, diversify it and take the risk and know it's going to be, you know, uh, conservative risk for you and just diversify. So you should be covered, but just do your research into those mutual funds and which one you want to put it into. But definitely in this time, um, I would say, if you can um now i wouldn't say put your whole life savings into it now i know people that have dropped in like 20k into it and fair game to them because they know that this is probably the lowest like for example tesla was probably at like 300 400 or so at the same time that may be the low we see for a while because tesla's gonna be a grow it's gonna be a growing fast rapidly growing mm-hmm. changing company and those stocks could go as high as like two thousand dollars so if you can get in at 400 if someone sell you like when amazon was there like, oh amazon's gonna be at 300 dollars. you've been like what no and then fast forward a few years and amazon's like two thousand dollars per share yeah. so it's just so, so you, if you want to just say you know what screw it i'm fine i'm just gonna throw my savings into it fair game um if you just have some disposable income laying around um you already have like your emergency fund to the side and you just have some play money put it in or you can what i'm doing is pretty much just averaging it out so I had the money that I put into it, and then as the months roll on, because I know for sure this whole economy thing is not rebounding as soon as people think it's going to happen. Their unemployment, their business shutdowns, small businesses are going to go away. Those mom and pop shops are essential to the economy. So that's at least like a seven to nine month window of opportunity, depends on how you look at it. Um, if you're still employed, if you have some spare change, you just find some stocks and buy them on the low as the economy recovers and watch that money grow with you. That would be advice for today that's really dope so um with your buying and um with buying and all this trading what what platform are you using to do this um yeah so there are various platforms um but for me i am using the robin hood app um it's a quick really quick app for you to essentially go in there find some stocks you want and quickly trade so within when you sign up, um, you essentially get like a $5 to test it out. But you can it can be linked to your bank account and you can essentially deposit how much you want. Uh, the cool thing, though, is against an app. So and, and within it, they give you some analysts and some thoughts on should you buy, hold or sell some of the stocks, what stocks are trending. But you can also find the companies that you are interested in and save those and invest in those within that. Um, once you do that, you can essentially sell or trade those um, within the app as well. And again, that, because it's linked to your account, it can be rejoiced. So yeah, Robinhood is the one I've used. I know some people use Acorns, but um, for me, I've gone with Robinhood. Um, and if you do want to use Robinhood, um, you should definitely use my code, which is Vince, V-I-N-C-E-N-E-1-2-1 and get $5 off files for your stock so that's like a, a way to to go oh, for wait it a second. i have a robin hood too hey, hey whoa, 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 whoa. So, i already i already went first i already i already went first i already went first i don't know what you're talking about so exactly <laughs> so pretty much if you want to join just go to www.join.robinhood.com slash 
V-I-N-C-E-N-E-121. And, you know, help us out. Help yourself out. Definitely, definitely. Oh, man, how do you find your code? Um, (laughs) Just in case case people want to use my code, too. All right, so when you go to the Robinhood app, um, to the very, on the bottom, to the very far right, you're going to see, like, your account. Yeah. And then you're going to see free stocks, invite friends, and then, boom, invite friends, share your link, and then you can invite your contacts, which, you know, if you want to just mass text everybody in your contacts, you can definitely do that if you don't care about them. And, or you can just, you know, put your link out there. You know what would be really interesting? Like, I wonder but if I could submit code, my code said, to, like... Oh, so is it the last, like, um, it, it says your name there rather than with some numbers? Um. Yeah. So on, on the very bottom, you should see like four icons. But if you want to like an account, go on there, invite friends. You can invite your contacts, or you can share a link, and then that's how you would share a link, essentially. Hmm. Interesting. So y'all, you can use my code too. Um. At. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free at um Vic- Victor E five eleven Victor E five eleven. Cool, I didn't know that. I was just like, okay, well, that's so cool, you know. Now, I've been abusing that for the last couple of weeks. I've been like, hey, get Robin Hood. I got a code. Like, let me go ahead and get that free one real quick. That's really dope. That's dope. That's dope. And if you guys want, um, we can also, um, well, I don't know. I think we can. Yeah, we can share the link as well on our social medias. So if you guys are interested, we'll have the links on there as well. So definitely get on Robinhood. Last week, my Robinhood was blowing up, like, when the market was going down. I'm sure, Vince, I don't know if you have your setup where you get the notifications and stuff. But it was just like, bing, 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 literally. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, But, I I mean, there were some that I was watching. And, and again, like I said, invest in, do your research if you're... You know, if you're like a CPA or you're statistically inclined, you can definitely do that. But there are also several resources they can use to give you some recommendations. But again, always try to invest wisely in companies or industries or something that you're passionate about. So that you always know how the market flows because you're involved in it. Right. Absolutely. That's really, really great advice. Um, I haven't really, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I haven't really dabbled much yet in the stock market as it's been going down because I have a feeling it's going to go lower. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, well, I mean, I think it will, but at the time that it was, I was like, because like I said, I'm, I'm doing like an average um, strategy essentially. So I was going to put in like a lot when it was, when I thought it was going to be really low. But then, like, as I see it drop, then I'm going to keep putting some more in. And so eventually, although I'm going to get it at the very, very, very bottom, I average out at the bottoms. Yeah. Essentially. Then you, because you can never predict when it's going to be really the bottom. Um, You can never do it. (laughs) And so you just have to go with your gut. Now, the funny thing, though, is that if I waited one more day, I would have gotten everything at the very, very bottom. So literally, I went in on Monday, and then Tuesday was the very bottom. Um, So it is what it is. But again, you just have to played out by my ear trust your gut and i should have trusted my gut because my gut told me to wait one more day but i was like nah gut i'm gonna go with my head and then my head messed me up but it's whatever i still made it into the positive because i bought it at a low point that's the whole message just try to get it as low as you can right that's the trick in business school right buy low sell high yes sir that was literally what they made us memorize (laughs) so yep but uh, awesome so now let's talk about the stimulus package as well um, we don't have to go in too much detail. I just thought to just go ahead and talk about like um, what this is going to look like for um, for families, for businesses. So the government um, in the U.S. for our podcast, for our listeners, um, you know, outside of the U.S., this is strictly for the U.S. Um, but obviously, it's good to learn. So with the market doing so terribly, with things, um, with the economy just kind of like on a low. So the U.S. government has decided, you know, um, well, they went in and they issued a stimulus package. Vincent, you can, um, I guess if you want to explain that more. So it's basically money that they pump into the economy to kind of, you know, stabilize the economy. Because so as people are home, businesses are closed, money is not being spent, you know, to keep the economy going. And so they issued $2 trillion U.S. dollars. Well, I'm not sure if it's officially been issued yet, but, you know, um, they've approved it um, to be 
basically sent out into the economy. And so of that $2 trillion, $500 billion will be sent to businesses. And so, and then hospitals get $100 billion for research concerning the coronavirus, $58 billion, $8 to airlines, um, $150 billion to state and local government, $10.5 billion to, pen, to the Pentagon, Pentagon plus up. I'm not sure what that means. So I think that's the... Difference. Yeah, what does the Pentagon need money for? I don't know, but, you know, they're getting $10.5 billion. So that's what it says. $200 million to telemedicine investment. Um, I'm just looking at the... So $25 billion for food stamp and child nutrition. Hey, that must be a good time, you know, to apply. Um, $24 billion for relief for farmers, ranchers. $30 billion for emergency assistance for school. Wow, that's a lot of money. And then on top of that, right, so they're issuing... Um, this one is actually very needed here, and I agree with this. So um, all U.S. residents with an adjusted gross income up to $75,000 would get, uh, will get a check from the government for $1,200. If you're a couple, that's um, $2,400. And then if you're, you're also eligible for an additional $500 per child. So Hold on, let me get that right. So essentially, if you make up to $75K a year, yeah. you're eligible to get... A thousand up to a thousand two hundred. I'm just gonna say if you're at, at the higher range at seventy five, you get what less or I think more? if you're seventy five, that you you're not getting. I, I think no, no. I personally, right? If you're seventy five, you're not struggling. You know, like the rest of us. But hey, listen, everything counts, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but everything counts over here. I think also, you know, like it should be taken into consideration the price of living in an area. Like 75000 in like um, one of the southern states, that can go really far. But 75000 in like um, New York or something, that's like an entry-level salary, right? And so if they use that to cap it, I think it may not be fair in the distribution of the check, you know, the aid for those that need it. But you know what, though? Actually, no. I, f- I feel like 75000 and this is one thing that, you, that I'm slowly realizing, like 75000 if you make okay, but let me tell you, if you make between like sixty five k and up, you can pretty much survive ah, in any re- place in the states. Now your comfort comfort level is what's gonna sway, but like you should be fine. Yeah, you should be fine, but then you have to also take in consideration, right? Like two bedroom apartments in New York, or even a one bedroom, is going for like two grand, three grand, right? And so of that sixty five seventy five thousand you make in most of that is going into your housing so what money is left and then you know like in new york and stuff and those bigger cities you have to pay to commute right yeah but you gotta i mean think well so that's where the transportation one comes into play but also i'm like if you're making 75 and you want a two-bedroom you probably got a roommate right most people most people don't have an option but to get roommates right Versus, y'all, if you just move down to North Carolina or South Carolina, I can sell you a house where, <laughs> you know, you buy, your mortgage payment would be probably less than $1,000. And I'm talking about a three-bedroom house with two baths. So think about this, you guys. Think about this shameless That are listening out of state. You have a realtor here that can guide you, you know? <laughs> so do you know how we apply? Is there, like, a cutoff date to apply to get this, like, 1000 I'm only asking because next week is April 1st. So, like, is there a cutoff for you to say, oh, yeah, just send me my money, like, at once? I think they're doing it based off, um, I read somewhere that, so I think this is going to be a direct deposit, right, into people's bank accounts. And how are they finding? I was reading That's what I'm saying. that they're gonna base it from employers, one from employers, from schools, you know, all these little things. So I guess this is also, you know, I heard someone um, talking about this. You know, this is also a really good way to um, to calculate the census because you know the census is coming up, right? So people yeah, that I are did mine yesterday. Need this money, they'll you have you actually have to speak up and acknowledge that you are an American citizen. And so this can actually be a double-edged sword for immigrants, you know, that are here, um, you know, under the radar. Because I'm serious, it sucks because you're not going to be able to get any of the aid or anything like that because you're undocumented or you're not here legally. It's it's really sad, um, you know, but at the same time, I think... 
I, I don't know, no comment, I guess, on that part. But it, it's just, it's sad at the same time. But another, another thing I wanted to talk about is what's up with these student loans. You know, before, you know, that um, they were talking about that the House Democrats wanted to get it forgiven up to 30000 per borrower. But now I saw the headline that they're just going to suspend it till September. <laughs> like, suspend? Like, do you, like, what the heck do I need suspension for? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, like, I feel like I read someplace that, like, the, the student loan, like, amount, and I'm probably wrong on this, but I think it's, like, what, $1 trillion or so? Yeah, it's a trillion dollar industry. Like, I mean, they could have easily just like paid that one off. Oh, like but I instead, just don't we understand. Really... Like suspend. Like literally, when I saw the news, my Apple thing notified me because I get the news updates. And so, like, I was like suspend. I was I almost spat spat my water out. I was like suspend. <laughs> like who the heck wants suspension? Like, yeah, seriously, that's that's terrible. They gotta fix that. Like, yeah, just give us a thirty grand and, and call it a day. You should. I, I think they should. I think they should forgive at least up to ten thousand, even even if they don't want to stretch as far as. <gasps> because like some po- I, okay, I say this is suspend like ten percent. Ten percent. That's like yeah. for some people. That's like four thousand. If you have a forty thousand loan, four thousand dollars, man, nah, it's not worth it. That's something. Anything, that's something. No, look, listen. Like you said, if you suspend at least ten thousand, not even thirty thousand. You know, at the end of the day, this country is all about. No, 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 no. I mean, country, think about it like this. So, right? some so people. Everybody wants to make money, and so if you forgive the student loan, um, you know, companies, they're not making any money off of that. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like. Dang, bro, I, I gave you some money to go to school. Like, <laughs> can I at least get some money? <laughs> so, you know, that's exactly, that's exactly it. So it's like maybe that 10% should help with the interest and you just pay on the principal and then, like, we see how it rolls. But it would be like you being, like, a bank and giving me money to go to school and then, like, randomly, and you're expecting payments back, and then randomly the government's like, oh, yeah, boom, all that money you sent, that, that's gone. I don't know. All I know is Donald Trump has fallen my Wow. Because I just was wow. going to vote for him in 2020 if he just completely forgave all the loans. But that's not going to happen. I'm just joking, guys, in case anybody's <laughs> listening to this and taking me seriously. <laughs> well, let me just say I'm not. Okay, anyway, I'm going to edit this part out. <laughs> wow. This got really political really quickly. <laughs> wow. Right. But anyway, um, you guys know I'm an immigrant. Um, and so, well, now I'm an immigrant. I'm, I was born outside of the U.S. Well, I am an immigrant. And so I don't necessarily agree with Trump's policies right now. So, no, I'm not a Trump supporter. So that's why I can openly say that, you know, I wasn't planning on voting for him. If he had forgiven some of these loans, maybe that would have been a different conversation. But. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just wow. Listen, at the end of the day, man, you have to do what's best for you and your family. Hey, I'm really interested about these checks. Like, this stimulus check is going to be money. Like, I'm, I'm so down for it. So, wait, like, hopefully... So it's only for one month they're giving these checks out, or do you know, or is it like, for how long are we getting checks? No, I think it's a one-time payment. Um, Bro, what? That's so stupid. Yeah, it's a one-time payment, but like they said, if so, people that are like furloughed and all that stuff, they're still gonna be getting. Okay, this is the part that blew my mind. I saw from the stimulus packet I was reading one of the Apple updates that like um, the furloughed people they're gonna be getting like six hundred dollars a week. On top of the one six hundred dollars of unemployment, like on top of you know whatever local stuff you get, and I'm like, yo, some people are like, this is way more than they would ever make without this whole thing. Yeah. Like, do you know how much six hundred dollars a week? That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's but like twenty four hundred. Yeah, month. that's a lot of money. Most people don't make that in a month. You know, it sounds bad, but like most people don't make that. And then, listen, this is a time to just cash out. Like they say, millionaires are always made <laughs> during recessions. Seriously, so, like if you're trying to buy a house right now, listen. Like these houses are getting cut like so much right now. So, like, go for it. If you have that house, just, I, I've been looking at Zillow lately. Don't look at Zillow. Uh, listen, As a realtor, I don't recommend Zillow. Look at Realtor.com or Redfin. Oh my God. Alright, okay, yeah. So I used to use Redfin, but I just I got a new phone. I don't feel like redownloading Redfin. But in the meantime, <laughs> so Zillow works. Zillow's not as accurate. That's why we don't use it. We don't recommend it. True. But anyways, on Zillow, some houses are getting like slashed by like whatever percent, whatever percent. But 
Yeah, or go on Redfin or Realtor.com and look at it. But some houses that were on the market, people are panicking and we're selling them like, you know, below axing. So yeah, make your move. If you're one of those millennials yeah. that was waiting for the recession to pop, this is your chance. Yeah, I, I mean, with the whole housing thing, um, people, I think right now, you know, people are instilling fear into people. Um, like these celebrities, this multi-millionaire investors, um, like I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about him, like Grant Cordone, you know, I'm sure you've been seeing a lot of his videos telling people like, you need to sell your house right now. Go ahead and sell your house, sell your house. Like literally all these companies, all these big people, like big, you know, they're just out here telling people like, you need to sell your house right now. And people don't stop to think about it. I, I believe you, if you have a house, yeah, maybe this is a time to refinance it and get a lower interest rate, get a lower mortgage. But don't, I wouldn't really advise you to just jump out of fear and sell your house because you're like, oh, it's, it's going to be what happened in no way. Yeah, maybe. But if you refinance it and you can afford your monthly payment, what's the, like, you know, like, why not do that rather than just go ahead and sell your house? Because when you sell your house, guess which people are buying it? The same people that are telling you to sell your homes. You know, like I said, in, in, a, in, an, in an economic downturn, um, millionaires are always made, the rich get richer. And so these rich people, they'll come out, they'll tell you like, oh, you need to do this right now. You need to do, they're just instilling fear in you. You don't necessarily need to do, you don't need to sell your house right now. Like, you know, the economy hasn't gotten to that point. Do your research first before you said, oh, so-and-so told me to sell my house, so I'm going to sell my house. Most lenders right now that we're working with, they're advising people, if you want, since interest rates are so low, refinance your house. Get a lower uh, mortgage payment that you can actually afford. In the case that something does happen, you know, similar to 08, the, a recession happens, you'll still be able to, um, to afford your house. You know, like earlier when Vincent was talking about with the stock market, yes, the stock market plummeted last week, but you do know what happens to the market? It always corrects itself. And so, yeah, today your house may be worth like nothing, but guess what? Five years down the, um, five years down the line, your house is going to go back to its original um, worth. So it's like, don't make, I guess that's my one takeaway from this. It's like, guys, don't make such rash decisions right now out of fear. Like actually do your research, calculate everything, ask questions, not from people that you know, like they want something out of you. Like they want you to sell their house, sell your house so, you, so they can come in and buy it from literally dirt cheap. Like companies like Open Door, all these companies sponsored by like people like Grant Cordone and all these people, they are buying up all these houses that are coming up on the market that people are selling. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah, like, I feel that, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, sorry, that was just like a realtor rant. <laughs> also, like I'm some done. pro tips, if you're, if you're trying to, I don't know, if you're, on, if you're undergoing some slight hardships at work and adjusting, this may be the time to definitely call your mortgage companies and tell them that you need, again, that deferral for April um, because they, they're going to have to give it to you because it's, it's on there. Because I, I read here, says that like, you know, market services who collect homeowner monthly bills couldn't demand documentation providing economic hardships. Instead, borrowers would just have to attest that they're struggling according to the text of the legislation. So call them, let them know, hey, you know, like I just need like just one month for everything to settle down and then uh, use that money to invest in something or pay some credit card loans or something like that. Like you just got to know, like be conscious and wise as well. And I read this morning as well, like Victoria said, like I think one of those people's bigger gurus or whatever tell people that, hey, that it's going to be a real thing to the economy, recession. And then once everyone wants to put that message out, he he bought a short on the market and he made $2.4 billion because everyone sold. So, yeah. like, they, people are out here trying to get paid as well. So just make sure Absolutely. that you're, you're, you're knowledgeable your about that. do your own research. Maybe, you know, I always believe that there's a little bit of truth in what everyone says. Um, so listen to why they're telling you to do it, but don't just go do it because so-and-so told me to. You know, I'm not discrediting Grant Cordone or any of the gurus um, because I've actually learned a lot from them, right? When I first came into real estate, I did nothing but study um, study all these people that have already gone before me because that's how you learn, right? You learn from other people's mistakes, but at the same time, you have to take the bit that applies to you ask i always tell people always 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 ask questions before you just jump blindly into something so yeah 
but this is definitely still a really good time to buy um, a home. Homes now, um, well, in North Carolina, the Carolinas, we're not allowed to, there's been a, like a lockdown now. So like we're not allowed to essentially practice brokerage anymore. So we can't host open houses. We can't even go out and show our clients homes during this period anymore. Um, but a lot of sellers have taken it upon themselves to give virtual tours. And so like a lot of companies are now doing are now doing that. And so people are still buying and selling houses, not as normal, but well, when I say as normal, not the face to face interaction, but, you know, virtually. So that's still happening. You can still get all your inspections and everything done. The inspectors, they're considered like essential people. So they are still working. So no need to fear like, oh, how can I buy a house? You know, and somebody can't come look at it. Someone can still come look at it. Like they're considered essential at this point. So no fear in that. Um, and they actually have like a, a COVID-19 addendum, right? So that's something in real estate that I really appreciate. An addendum has been added where let's say god forbid something happens you know you falter um your some something happens with your house years later with the addendum in place you can actually protect yourself from that so just ask questions guys and you can always ask me some questions if you have more at victoria send me an email um at victoriabao@gmail.com, or you can find me on all well not all facebook and instagram at Victoria BAO Realtor. So, all right, now let's hop on to the next segment. Unless Vincent, you have something else to say. No, I'm good. So the next segment will be our relationship or um, I guess just silly segment today. (laughs) And so mine is that, um, well, I guess mine is a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but it pertains to relationships. So my thing is that like, I think that everyone should be able to fart in front of their significant other. I wish she would. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess it just depends. Just know, like, know, know your timing. Like, don't just pop up in here. Like, you know, I'd say like maybe at like maybe year one and a half, maybe you can fart in front of me. Year one, and a year, half. a whole and year, a, and a half. Before, for some reason, you keep forgetting the half, but yeah, and a half. <laughs> wow, that's even longer. That's what I'm, hey, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt by sticking to just. Hey, like man. <laughs> I guarantee you, no guy is farting in front of his girl unless it's a year and a half. That's true. That's so, true. why would you fart in front of me? I mean, it's not that deep, to be honest with you. Farting is farting, it's a natural bodily function. That's just me personally you know like like you said i mean if you just come through and crop dust like i mean i can i can accept it maybe but like if you're crop dusting some solid and deadly so that's the whole like you can just run a whole relationship <laughs> right there now if you're actually if i can hear your flatulence and i'm like oh, okay that's what's up that's what's up cool but yeah nah a year and a half maybe and then we can roll from there from that point on like i think for after a year and a half to get it like whatever happens is is, is, is just I don't know what in the ocean at that point. Okay, well, I believe, obviously, I think that you should be able to fart in front of your significant other. I don't think there's a time frame on it, right? Because people hit it off really quickly and, like, you get really comfortable around one another. So why not? You know? I like it. Well, let me not say I like it. That's that's not what I'm saying. Wait a second now. But. I'm just saying that, like, I I like it when somebody is able to be comfortable enough around me, right? Especially somebody that I call, like, mine. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if they're, I could say, here's how I put it. Like, you can burp in front of me, you know, maybe, like, second or third date, whatever. See, but you're not going to burp in front of me in the first date. No, not on the first date. Boom. So, you can fart in front of me, like, you know, a year and a half, but you're going to fart in front of me, like, under a year and a half. But you guys can get really close within that year and a half. Some people get married within that year and a half. So it's like... What? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm not going to say it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I kind of want to hear it. What were you going to say? I was going to say, like, what is the statistics on how long they stay together? But ah. whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, sure. That, again, that's... Like, so, like, when do you think that I should be, like, someone can, she, can be allowed to fart in front of you? 
It depends on the dynamic of that relationship, oh right? I'm serious because like we've established before in one of our earlier podcasts is like people can get comfortable like six months, right? After six months, you can know like, okay, this is the person for me. And so boom, you let out a fart then. <laughs> <laughs> to let it know, wow. you know, just so you know it's real. But why I'm saying that, like, I don't think it matters because sometimes you can't really control it. I'm not saying that I go around and I just fart everywhere. Um, but, like, I'm just the kind of person, like, who cares? Do you get what I mean? Like, you may be out running or something or in the gym. Like, I've <laughs> literally... Wow. <laughs> this is the worst at the gym when guys are, like, trying to lift these heavy weights and then they fart. And then they think, like... Some, no one heard to that. Me, yeah, to me, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> nah, right? man, it's the end of what? Listen. But these guys are, like, so mortified. Nah, but man, because 75% of going to the gym is to flex and probably, like, I don't know, get some numbers or something. 25% is, okay, I'm here for my body, maybe. <laughs> like, let's be real. No, seriously. Like, go, go to a good gym and, like, watch every guy there. Everyone is just trying to flex for, like, the one baddie that's also next to them. And then, like, once she leaves that area, everyone just disperses. Yeah, that's true. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's it it is what it is. But yeah, again, yeah, for me, a year and a half, and then from that point on, I'm just destroying your world. At that point, like it's gonna be some like silent but like ninja deadly. Like that's it's gonna the worst one. I'd rather it be loud, but like nah, silent but deadly ones. Oh my goodness. Nah, I remember one time like we were go <laughs> we were in L.A. and like so she was getting putting her makeup in the bathroom and I walked in purposely because i knew i had a fart and i walked in there and i was and i just farted and before i left i was like enjoyed that and i walked out um yeah cleared the entire bathroom out so but that was after a year and a half so you see what i'm saying like it's like okay we can move up from there but like boom just under a year and a half nah don't come with me with that nonsense because it's it's like wow Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think that one is just like it depends on your how often, how soon you can get comfortable around your spouse, your significant other. That's what that's, I think. That's so, very true. Yeah. Okay, so for me is uh what is the pettiest deal breaker for a romantic relationship? For okay. me it's one yeah, for me it w- is interrupting me when I'm talking. Ooh. I'm really petty about that. Like super petty, but some I mean some other people have been like they hate long nails. Um, some people have been like, oh yeah, like she would come to my place and open the drawer and not close it back, and he was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel it. It's like, why are you coming to my spot, open all the cabinets, and not closing them? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> That's not the one for you. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, for me, just mine is like if if you just interrupt me when I'm talking, like that sets me off, and this is like across the board, like even people at work that do that, and I'm like. Are you serious? You didn't hear I was talking? But so. what if they do it like, um, what if, okay, so you're talking right and I'm like, okay, so, so, sorry, so, sorry, that's it. Nah, that's calm down. You have your own time. Let me finish. <laughs> and then you can go. Like, what the heck? Like, no, because some people really like, so at work, there's, uh, and for everyone that's been in a work environment, this one is politics and some people are trying to struggle for power like or poor trying yeah, to flex okay like i have true. this power and they really don't i'm like bro me and you are at the same level so for you to interrupt me like it's not gonna happen my guy like so calm down i'm gonna finish you can come in it's a you know it's, it's a give and take push pull but when i come admit thought and talking and then you come in like oh yeah yeah but this is this, 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 this and i'm like then I fire you, bro. Like because you're very stupid. Th- like, like serious. No, in my mind, I'm like shooting daggers at them. Or because I'm also a really petty person, and I'm a, I'm a only child. I'm, I, I, I excel in awkward moments. I just stop talking for like the entire time, and I would just look at you. Like whatever you have to say, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna hit you with the one word answers. Vincent, Is that fine? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up with you, I'm like, yeah, that's you. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got time for that now. Okay, okay, you want to talk? The floor is yours. Keep talking now. And I would just sit there like quiet, but like, and you, and that's something I find too. Not to like go on a tangent. People are so uncomfortable in awkward situations. And I'm like, oh my god, just be still. Nothing's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. So like, that's like my default like annoy people tactic now. It's like if you start talking to me, I would just shut down. And every yeah. like people can't handle it. Like even like my girlfriend can't handle it. <laughs> so I'm like, eh. it is what it is. Like my parents can't handle it. No one can handle it. And I'm like, great. I'm like my superpower. Yep. 
Okay, well, for me, you know, you can't ask a woman mm. anything. She's just going to tell you one thing. I have a lot. Oh but I'll just keep it short and simple. Um, so for me, one of the ones is I hate somebody that is, well, petty. Is that when you're excessively vain, you get what I mean? Like, you feel like it takes you, like, 45 minutes to get ready. It should not take any man, well, in my opinion. Have you said dick on? Don't, don't call out the bro here. <laughs> hey, Decan, if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> nah, man. My man already knows, okay? <laughs> because we've been telling this man for the last couple of years, okay? Now, wait, 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 wait. When you say, like, get ready, like, does, like, shower time go into that? Yeah, shower time. Because, so, for me, as a bro, woman, what? right? Okay. Like, and I'm including, like, makeup, shaving, everything. It ta- it, on average, it takes me, like, maybe 45 minutes. You know, like that's that's okay. Forty-five to an hour. If I'm getting glammed up, it was like I'm just going to the office, going to work. Okay, I can get out of there in thirty minutes. But like, um, if I'm getting all nice and dressed up, yeah, forty-five minutes to an hour. What the heck are you men doing that it takes you that long? Like, all right. So I'm gonna give you a rundown right now, in no particular order. Actually, the first part important because why not? So forty-five minutes can go like this. Boom, walking, turn on the the shower to heat up. And don't go in the shower for like five minutes because we're just on the phone. Waste of water. So that, <laughs> hey, first world problems. So like, that's five minutes right there. After that's done, remember, okay, I gotta actually take a dump. So now we cut the water off, take a dump. Dump is done in like two minutes, but we just sit there and continue on the phones for like another five to ten minutes. The dairy go bomb, fifteen minutes off top. Get back in the shower. Depending on how good the shower is, and this is universal. Sometimes you use it in the shower and it just feels great, and then you just forget. What's happening around? Like you forgot why you were showering. That, you yeah. forgot like the <laughs> warning. Start thinking about everything. <laughs> no, you're not even thinking. You're just standing there, like just aimlessly, like, and then you just wake up and you're like, "Oh snap!" Like I'm supposed to be getting ready. So boom, that could easily be like a solid ten or fifteen minutes. If you're in twenty five minutes, um, so <laughs> so it's like ten to fifteen right there. So boom, I just gave you like thirty minutes oh, already goodness. of nothing. Pretty much got established. Now, you know, dry down, lotion, all that good stuff. Probably five minutes right there. And then we definitely know we haven't picked our clothes out. So now we're scrabbling through the closet. All right, this, this one looks good. All right, cool. Boom. Put that on. Eh, don't really feel it. Take it off. Get another one. All right, it's all right. And then we come out. And then y'all, y'all look at us like, you're going to wear that? And then we're like, all right, cool. Go back in there. <laughs> Just <laughs> change outfit. And then, boom, third one is there. But then at the last phase, so that right there, that's already 45. Then the last phase is like, all right, cool. Let me look at the mirror really quickly. Do boom, boom. Uh, yeah, do my hair. If you're, if, if, you're like, yeah. if you're like me, you got a sponge. You do the sponge thing. If you're some other people, get the waves splashing. And then you're out. Like, there you go. It, it could easily <laughs> sway, depending on if you take out some things. It could sway a solid... 40 but now in our defense as guys we can get ready within five minutes you can or we can get ready within an hour it just depends on how like important it is now if we have plans i'm supposed to go someplace best belief is going to be between like 30 to 40 minutes if i was just chilling and you hit me with the like hey i'm coming over best belief the entire apartment and myself are going to be clean in five minutes the max apartment and yourself. This guy said and himself. <laughs> max. Like if there were plates in the in, in in the in the sink, cleaned. If there were like paper up. everywhere, they were clothes like, not put up. Throw they're thrown in like the closet, the Febreze everywhere, like get the candles, everything. Yes. And I've showered also in that five minutes. So boom, by the time you come here, oh the place looks nice. I know. It's always been Thanks. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> end of story. So <laughs> Although we may be trash sometimes on the yes, other side of the spectrum, we're over, incredible. I'm like, uh, give me an hour or give me like 30 minutes, just 30 minutes. I have to quote unquote run home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, and another thing too, when I was talking about the excessively vain, like, I think it's just like, it's one of my pet peeves when all you can see is just physical, 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 like, uh, do you get what, like, I'm not saying somebody, you shouldn't take pride in what you look like. You should absolutely take pride because if you know me, uh, you know how my mom raised us, <laughs> you know, that's my mom's number one thing, but not to the point that it becomes overly materialistic. You know, like I have some, I'll have some, um, I've talked to men that, you know, like their shoes can't even be creased. 
And I'm like, nigga, what? Excuse my French. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> always, like really, really excessive. Everybody has 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 their thing, and I'm not like dogging anybody's thing. But you know, that's just this is I'm saying for me personally, I don't like. Nah, that's too serious. You know what? No, I definitely feel that because like if I'm if I'm dating you, you gotta look a certain way when we go out. Like you can't. You there's have this to one look a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. This situation came up like a few years ago with me and my cousin, but like you we were like, yeah, like you can't just, uh, you can't, you can't be with me and, and look as if like you just come out of college. Like the, the college clothes gotta go be put to the side. You're yep. a real woman. I make look like it. Like if I'm out here looking fresh, you gotta look fresh as well. That's right. So, you better tell them. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so no, yeah, that's that. That's one of my pet peeves too. It's like, I guess excessively vain and also when you don't put enough time into yourself, like you said, um, when you can just roll out of bed like with your scrubs on, like, ugh, I, I really hate like um, wrinkled or rumpled clothes. Do you, when I see people in public <laughs> wearing those, I'm like, oh my God, like literally my, if I could explode, I would in that moment. It, that's just, that just gets to me like so much. Anyway, let's start show. What am I asking for? I'm asking for a man that's like right in the middle. <laughs> That's right, wow. So, wow. right in the middle. And another thing, too, I hate I hate men that talk too much. Like, that is just it for me. I can't do it. Like, because I already, I'm an extrovert, right? And occasionally, I can carry the conversation. But it's like, when it's like a struggle for me to even say what? Ah, nah, my guy, that's it now. Like, yeah, no, nah, for me, now. I'm like, I'm, I'm a smooth ambivert, but like, I don't really need to talk sometimes, so that annoys people. Not not annoys people, just people just. No, it's annoying. I, <laughs> yeah, but it's like that. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah, so it's like so you have like two different spectrums. You have like the guy that just like, now nah, don't get me wrong. It's not as if I'm like not extroverted. I'm like highly extroverted. I just sometimes I just couldn't be bothered to open my mind and speak to you. It's like, all right, sir. Like I hate. So it's my thing. I hate when I ask you a question. You could just tell me yes. Like don't give me like ten words. Just give me the simple thing. Like that's it. So, like, even at, like, at work, you can see conversations that I lead versus conversations that other people lead, and they add all this fluff. And you can ask me a question, I'll be like, yes. That's it. Like, there's no, of course, yes. No, what's the point of the course? Just tell me yes and move on. Like, that's so, that's the way I see it. It's like, I just couldn't be carried enough to give you the full thing. But then once in a while, yeah, I'm going to give you a full conversation. It's just tiring sometimes. It's like, wow. That's tiring, but... Um... You, I think you just have to learn. Like, if, if you're, like, in a, um, a relationship with someone, if, if it's just, like, a friend That's or different. somebody that you're dating, yeah. yeah. But when you're in a relationship, I think you have to make compromise. Because women, we like for y'all to talk, too. <sighs> Oh my god yeah but all we want to do is play call of duty and fifa like we not yeah that's out <laughs> when, I, when i'm when i'm feeling like okay i need to talk about my feelings talk things through i'm trying to talk fifa right now like <laughs> that's also the thing it's like so and i know my girlfriend's not gonna say the podcast so i can say it so like I'm, I'm in the middle of a full-on like fifa game or like call of duty game and then you call and literally like i will look at the phone and be like Nah, I'm good. I just keep continue playing. <laughs> continue, said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> just continue playing the FIFA or Call of Duty, and then I'm gonna call you back because like people don't understand the sheer focus you need. You people don't understand. Yeah, you I'm people like, and by women, so I mean you people. Don't have fast forward to. <laughs> yeah, you people don't understand the sheer will and focus it takes just just to play. FIFA, especially FIFA 20 and its annoyance, or Call of Duty and like the BS that happens with all these kids. Now, like you're gonna be there. I'm gonna call you right back, but then, or oh, why don't you why don't you pick up the phone? Okay, I, I don't know. I was busy. I don't tell her why I was busy, but I was just busy or something like that. Or it's you know? like, can you pause the game? I'm like, I can't pause an online game because it's online. That I don't know why that concept has not been drilled into like everybody else, non gamers. That you cannot pause online games, but I, I, I digress. Um, yeah, okay, so yeah, your thoughts all valid. Um, definitely. You definitely. have to be able to talk in a relationship with me. That's it. I'm not saying like, okay, so I, I don't I don't like it when people, like when I say talkative, where like, I'm, I don't know if you've ever met people like this, where you know everything that's going on in your relationship. This is from the man. Do you get what I mean? They publish that, they pub like everything about what's going on in the relationship. If they have a fight, 
you know, like if they're having, I'm not saying that you shouldn't share news with people, but there's some things I believe should be kept private. And when a man is just out here running his mouth, like trying to make, trying to seem important, nah, fam, that's it for me. That's a wrap. Like, I believe some things should be kept private and hidden between you and your spouse. And so, like, uh uh-uh. uh. And it, I, I, I absolutely hate it when I feel like I have to fight with a man to talk. Like, you should know, like, ugh, I'm sorry. I just, I can't stand. Now I'm getting angry because I'm just thinking about all the guys. Right? Hey, 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 real talk, though. That has definitely happened between me. That's definitely happened between me and, like, my current girl because your boy just likes to be quiet once in a while. And she's like, can you just talk? And I'm like, nah, I really can't. Like, I just want to be quiet. Like, for me, I really enjoy silence, like, complete silence. If that makes sense. So, you really sound like my man, like. Yeah. So exactly. So it's like <laughs> it's it's not simply it's not. I don't want to talk to you. I'm gonna come. It's the thing that you understand. It's like I'm gonna come back to life. But like in this five to ten minute window, nope. I don't want to say a single but word. I just want to sit here. Five to ten minute windows. We want you to talk. Okay, but I was here first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's usually because usually how it happens is I'm already quiet, and then you come in like start talking, and I'm like. Well, dang, I was I was being quiet for like a solid five minutes. Like, can I just enjoy the silence for the five to ten minutes? I'm going to come back and start talking to you. But the thing, though, is that after we've been quiet, when we come back, now you're like, oh, now you want to talk. I'm like, yeah, because I was being silent first. And then you started talking. And now I'm coming to you. So just give us a moment. We'll rebound. Man, you guys just stress us out. You don't even understand. Like, you How much talking it, do we need in the wall? You guys make it seem like we want so much. You right? do. But if you actually listen to women, I think, okay, yeah, I agree. Maybe sometimes it can be complicated. Yeah, yeah, but, really complicated. But, but most of the time, if you actually listen to a woman, like, you you shouldn't, uh, I don't, that's not, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go there. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. But, yeah, yeah, If yeah. we strip away, like, the some things, like, I feel like guys would be so much happier sometimes. Because sometimes we're like, why are we doing this right now? We could just be... <laughs> <laughs> like we could just be chilling like what's the beef you know yeah. but you know what I, I like i had to learn um I, I had to reread the five love languages book um because obviously you know when you find a real one you want to make it work and you want to understand how um to make it work and last because i don't necessarily believe that like people fall out of love but you know you just stop doing what makes the other person excited you know you stop speaking the other person's love language and so like you out here you thinking like oh man i'm putting in all this work you know like why doesn't she get it but then it's like you're speaking chinese to her when she actually speaks english right and so like i absolutely recommend everybody like even if you don't want to read the book the book the newest edition is free on youtube i just <laughs> it. oh my god but like or you can just uh, get it on limewire for the free you guys say limewire i'm dead <laughs> Tell you, man, Lamar is still out here popping, so just go ahead and get that free copy. <laughs> now, I would definitely advise you use a laptop that you don't care about, <laughs> but it's definitely out there. Anyway, but like I was saying, I absolutely recommend it. Vincent, you should actually read it if you haven't. Um, I already read it. I read it at Faith Gatto's house. Okay, so you understand her love language then? No, I just, I'm good with people. I can this pick up with things. Nah. <laughs> like, I don't need to read a book. No, and it, honestly, it's the same thing I said when I saw the book at Faith's house. I was like, why the heck is this book selling for $14.95? This is common sense. It's not common sense. It's pure common sense. You like, know, okay, this is why, this is why I have, like, I had my man read it. Because I'm like, man, because this, this is the problem. I'm going to send it to you. Like, No, it's pure common sense <laughs> because one. If you when, guys when, take the test. You need to know what your primary love languages are. I know what mine is, but it, it's simple sense to know what she's she is because she's gonna tell you. All you gotta do is listen one time and then just keep it in the not back of your head. Easy, done. Because one, we've all established that you guys like to talk a lot. So I'm pretty sure like within like a week or two or three months, you're gonna tell me like what you like. And if it's you know cleaning the spot, taking out the trash, I'm gonna do that. If it's more physical touch or like watch perfection that i can pick it up it's so what comes literally i could write that book and sell it for two dollars if i'm oh being my real God. no you cannot <laughs> victoria the no, book was common sense the book is that so much common is, sense that it blew my mind that this man was selling it for 14.95 during this coronavirus and look at look at where we are 
hey so listen um that's a whole yeah but i mean if you have eyes and ears you can definitely tell what your significant other's love language is because one they're gonna tell you and two you're gonna see it oh when i did this this is how they reacted when i did this this is how they but reacted that's the problem right some people don't even wait to like they don't take that time to because everybody they want to win for you so, so this is how it is right naturally as humans we always kind of like um relate to people or communicate with people in our love language right that's first off right off the bat like we just resort to our our own love language because we think okay so i would want somebody to react like this to me and so i should i, I should therefore go out and try to spend more time with this person but that person that may not be what they need do you get what I mean? And so, like, if you know, like, okay, so this person really appreciates gifts, so let me go ahead, let me take a gift to them, you know? And, like, that's all it is. It's like, you just have to know. I recommend everybody take the love language test, like, um, because it's so important in a relationship to understand one another and to know how you can always daily, you know, strive to put a smile on your significant other's face. If your significant, um, significant other's um, love language is words of, of affirmation. You know, like daily, you encourage them. You say like, oh man, you're doing that so great. I've never seen anybody, <laughs> you know, like to even know. Do you get what I mean? That's just all it is. It's Common like sense. Just, <laughs> guy's just hey guys, I'm going to give you like three solid tips on to never read this book. One, wake up in the morning, send her like a good morning text. That right there, you're already 50% done. Okay, so that's like in the bag. Two, whatever they see you, no, give them a, a foot rub or something. And so, bam, you've yeah, knocked out what's information and physical touch in two spots. And then three, I don't know, once in a while, just, like, bring them food. End of story. Once in a while. <laughs> well, the, 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 the foot rub, that could actually be quality time, right? Yeah, because exactly. It's like, it's like quality time and physical touch whatever and touch or whatever. Yeah. yeah, at once. And then, like, as you show care by bringing them food and, I don't know, maybe, like, taking out the trash while you're there boom you just knocked out all five and then after you've done all of these three look at which one she liked the best she liked this one more keep doing that man. it's like the most common sense thing of all time and this man was making a profit at 14.95 a pop okay. it made no sense and look at all the results all the happier marriages that came out of it Vincent. so i'm just saying men don't always listen to you know what i don't even have to talk hey to listen they come listen you guys i'm I'm, d- I'm doing a <laughs> webinar seminar on this um it's gonna be two dollars i got you lol i'm weak there you go well um so thank you so much guys for listening to us we've been rambling on now for about an hour <laughs> pretty much actually so it's I, I hope you were able to learn something from this podcast you know we broke down the COVID 19 um the stimulus package um, you know, definitely go ahead. If you can't afford to pay some things right now, go ahead and call some of your providers, your HOA companies. A lot of... Um, I didn't do that, too. I, I'm, I'm doing that right after this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I need to use that money to, buy, like you said, buy some stuff. No, for real. I'm telling you, I'm like, hey, listen, you got you guys are doing this whole, like, month difference, right? Cool. Let me get that. Le- yep. Some states are actually doing um, mortgage forgiveness. Um, not mortgage, loan forgiveness. Like, you don't have to pay your rent till the end of this whole thing. So, I wish that was us. I'm definitely calling Wells Fargo's trash self. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, we gave some great tips. You know, we just kind of discussed. Vincent gave some great pointers on, you know, how to invest in the market, the stock market right now. Um, I too, I gave some great advice. Don't, please don't just go sell your house out of fear ask questions know what's going on in the market just read be um be aware of what's going on and also i think you should be able to fart in front of your significant other but um some other people believe you know (laughs) we need we need a year and a half (laughs) a a minimum (laughs) to get comfortable a minimum minimum, okay like not even not even playing games with that one so i guess the next question then uh, for another podcast is to ask you um, what you think about pooping in front of your significant other or like you know when you guys are in the bathroom but uh, we're gonna say how dare you drop a deuce while I'm showering <laughs> and the hot that? steam which is gonna carry gonna, around it's gonna be for another podcast oh uh, heck no nah, man you got me messed up <laughs> I wish I wish you would so yeah and then also uh, what was the last thing we talked about Vincent um, oh yeah some petty deal breakers so um, yeah 
So petty deal breakers in a relationship. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast, you know, keep communicating to us via our social medias. You can find me at Victoria BAO Realtor on Facebook and IG. And you can also find Vincent at um at Steel Vince and Go Shop Project 1960. Also, if you're looking to join um Robin Hood, again the the URL is join.robinhood.com slash V-I-N-C-E-N-E-1-2-1. Yep, and mine was earlier. I can't remember <laughs> right now. <laughs> but anyway, thanks so much, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thanks for joining us this week on the Him and Her podcast, The Way We See It. Make sure you visit our social medias at Victoria B.E.O. Realtor and at Still Vince. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you watch your podcasts so you'll never miss a show.